This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No, no, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief. (laughs) Anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch. Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. <laughs> Chris, we do care. So don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? <laughs> this episode of The Ringer F1 Show is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Mobile One. The Mobile One brand knows podcasts are a great escape. You can listen to people talking about living and maybe even driving. But of course, there's no substitute for the real thing. So the next time you're looking for an escape, Try an actual escape. Take this podcast for a ride in the car and immerse yourself in the drive because sometimes the best way to escape reality is to truly live in it. Mobile One, for the love of driving. Visit loveofdriving.us slash the ringer to learn more. It is the Ringer F1 show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I am Kevin Clark. I'm going to be joined here in a minute by Jessica Smetana. I am so thrilled to be able to say that for the first time in this show's history, we are broadcasting from an F1 city, an F1 circuit. It's Miami. It all kicks off for the race on Sunday. It all unofficially kicked off on Wednesday with some early access to the track. We're going to get to that. We did a great tour. Um, I was able to walk through the paddock. Um, Great access at F1. Um, We're going to be able to deliver you a bunch of really cool stuff this week. The first thing I saw walking into the paddock was a couple of Ferrari guys looking like the most Italian people on the planet on a smoke break. And I was in heaven. I was in absolute heaven. Um, That's what I wanted to see in the paddock. And I got it almost immediately. The plan is for you guys to get a podcast every single day. Um, This was recorded on Wednesday night. Thursday, we'll have something. Friday, we'll have something probably have something on Saturday and then obviously Sunday after the race, all sorts of people hanging around, um, tons of media, tons of ex drivers. We're going to try to get a really cool and different episode for you every single day. Um, obviously leading up to Sunday and then after that. So we got a pretty in-depth track tour on Wednesday late afternoon. And if you're into F1, you've already seen the circuit and the outline of the circuit. And we know what that looked like. It was intriguing to not only walk the track, see what it was like, but listen to how the folks who built it talked about it. One of the designers of the track was with us for parts of the tour. And I I was intrigued because he said it won't be like the Caesars Palace race in Las Vegas in the early 80s. The reason to make that distinction is because famously, every single F1 driver rebelled against the Caesars Palace race because it was held in a parking lot. There are parts of this race that go through what is normally the Miami Dolphins, Miami Hurricanes, formerly Miami Marlins parking lot. 
Having said that, they've done a really good job of A, establishing credibility of the track and B, making it look like it's, it's a legitimate real track because it is. Um, they brought in locally sourced asphalt. It doesn't look anything like a parking lot, thank God. Um, but it was interesting to see the credibility they built up. They had, I think, 36 different track layouts at one point. I, I actually didn't know this, even though I, I've lived in Miami and I grew up in Florida. I didn't know the original idea five years ago, before they even got approval for this, was to have this race in downtown Miami. And one of the signature stretches was going to be a bridge over to keep us game. Um, that was not feasible. There were too many, you know, Tom Garfinkel, who's the president of the, of the Dolphins and, 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 the, and the track, um, said yesterday there were just too many constraints for a pure street circuit for that to work. Um, so that was never, never going to work. Um, but that, that, to me, shows you how many different things that they looked at before this became a reality. Now, this is a good track. And that's one of the things that I, I kind of knew coming into this. And you heard it in some of the quotes. Obviously, every single driver has been on the simulator a lot um, and has, has already been able to give their perspective. Um, Sebastian Vettel earlier this week said that there are a few challenging corners, uh, ele surprising elevation changes. I want to put a pin in that for a second because the track, even though it's Miami, and uh, Miami is super flat. If you've never been there. It's super flat. Um, Anything you do there, whether it's golf down there, whether it's driving, whatever sport it is, there is no elevation. And that is not true of the F1 track because of the rain, because they have a, a 7% incline uh, near turn 13, I think it is, um, which is near the turnpike. If you've ever been in Miami, um, they go under the turnpike, basically. Um, so they have a little bit of eleva elevation to deal with that. Um, we, we saw that we we're actually on a truck going up. Yesterday, and I was actually surprised at, at the amount of elevation. So Vettel said that turns 13 to 16 have the elevation. And then that, that's where you're going to catch drivers out. And then there are long sections where overtaking should be possible with DRS. I, I, that has been the refrain this week, is that there's going to be overtaking. Um, the designers said that they knew about ground effect and all the stuff coming in in 2022, and they designed the track with that in mind, um, knowing that cars were going to be able to be closer together. Um, it wasn't going to be like the old days. And so this track, I think in a way, is the first track built for modern, new regulation, the new cars. Um, there's a case to be made that this track is the first track built in the new era of F1. And that's why I think it's, it's pretty intriguing. Um, three straights, three DRS zones. Um, the entire track, by the way, is uh, 5.4 kilometers. The maximum speed is going to be between 320 kilometers and 330, um, which is around 200 miles per hour. Um, that's fast. It's not, they said it's not going to be the fastest on the circuit. That's probably still Jeddah um, in Saudi Arabia, but it's in that, it's in that neighborhood. Um, so one of the designers said earlier that there's going to be what they call a mistake generator in that area that we talked about earlier. The sequence from turn 13 to 16. Um, the quote from, from Bowen is going into turn 14, you don't see the apex of turn 15 until you're on the apex of turn 14. 
That's what we call a mistake generator. So the opportunity for drivers to gain position because somebody in front overdrives is quite high. So that's what I'm intrigued by. We've seen the advantages that Red Bull has in the straights. And Ferrari has advantages in the corners right now. It hasn't always been the case, but it's been the case for most of this year. And I think this track is built for both cars, frankly. And that's why I'm intrigued by it. Um, in talking to the designers this week, it was interesting to see the amount of references that this track has to other tracks. They mentioned Baku, which isn't a million miles away from exactly what they're trying to accomplish here with the street-ish circuit. Um, they mentioned Montreal, Heroes Corner. They mentioned Paul Ricard a little bit. Um, and so I'm, I'm intrigued to see how this all plays out. It uses the community. So it uses part of the parking lot, but then it goes out into the street. It uses ramps that they've built, especially for this. The asphalt is perfect. No worries there. Um, there were still some housekeeping things to be done while we were on the track. Things still to be built. We've been assured that's, that's going to be dealt with. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be fascinating to see. They mentioned, by the way, taking some curbs out because of the incident with Mick Schumacher a couple weeks ago. So they, they adjusted that track. It's probably another data point in understanding what these cars are like, understanding what, what's happening this year. Um, and that, that Miami is on, is on top of it. Um, Pierre Gasly said it's a really fun track, uh, high speed corners and some very low speed corners with technical and long straights. So Gasly's kind of tipping it to be a great race. I think most people are. Um, and that's why I'm, uh, I'm, I'm bullish on the Miami Grand Prix. And that, that brings me to uh, my next point, which is, so we didn't just see the, the circuit on Wednesday. We saw everything. That included the fake marina, which I got to be honest with you. I saw it. And if you haven't seen it, look it up on social media. I have it on my Instagram feed. Stories might be gone by now, but everybody's got a photo of it. Uh, it's a bunch of boats, a bunch of nice real boats parked in a wooden, a, I don't even know what you'd call it, a stall with water painted on the top of it. It looks ridiculous, but if I wasn't broke, I'd be there, right? Like that, that I, I was sitting there and I was looking around and I saw how nice it looked. And I was like, you know what? It's some pretty good views of the, of the, the corners. I'd be in this fake marina. I'd be okay with that. So it looks ridiculous, but it serves its purpose. Um, so we went to a bunch of different parts of the track, the hospitality, where people are going to view it from. There were some interesting grandstands. Um, a couple of them are just bleachers, but they have good views of the turns. There's a couple really nice kind of beach clubs, whatever you want to call it, that don't have good views of the track. So, I mean, it's like any F1 race, right? Like there's parts of it where you're going to have a great view of, of overtaking possibilities or whatever. And, and then there's, there's parts where... You know, you might as well just drink a bunch of champagne and watch it on TV, which is a fine option. It's just a fine option. But when I look at the list of celebrities coming this week, um, Michael Jordan already took a photo with Pierre Gasly, put on an Alpha Towery helmet already. Michael Jordan, um, LeBron James is supposed to be here. The Williams sisters. I would not be surprised if Patrick Mahomes is here. Um, I've heard rumors that maybe he's identified with a team that maybe shares a color scheme with his current team. It's not Haas. It's not the Haas Red. Um, so there's been some talk over the past couple of weeks in the F1 community about whether or not Vegas 
2023 in November is going to be the new tentpole, not only for American F1 races, but all F1 races, maybe even replacing Monaco, which some people on the F1, uh, in the, on the business side, and even in the fan side, even the media side want to drop, which I think is ridiculous. But the reason I think it's actually going to be Miami that wins this race. Number one, it's first. Number two, I don't think you can put a, uh, a price on being first in the calendar in May when less things are going on. Every NBA star who's not in the playoffs is going to be here on Sunday. Every NFL star is going to be here on Sunday. I don't think you can put a price on being first, A, on the calendar, but B, 18 months before they ever go to Vegas. And I think we're going to see some glamour this weekend and a bunch of NBA stars, a bunch of NFL stars, you know, David Beckham, all these people, I'm sure tons of actors. The grid's going to be crazy. Martin Brundle's going to be asking everybody for interviews. It's going to be wild. And I think we're going to, they're going to establish themselves as kind of the F1 in America glamour event. Vegas has the capability to be amazing, but I don't, I, I, I think that the, the Miami being first, Miami doing all the things they're doing, um, this to me is establishing an early lead. And Vegas has got to be unbelievable to top it. Um, you know, somebody was joking about putting, putting boats in the, the, the damn fountain at the Bellagio in order to have yachts. Like, yeah, like th- that's actually what they're going to have to do to beat what's going on in Miami right now. Um, because I just think that it's, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool to see. Um, and I just, I, I've never really been around an event like this that is so new, but has this much hype. Um, so that's, that's sort of where I'm at right now with this is, uh, I, I, I couldn't be more excited. Um, I couldn't truly know less about who's going to win on Sunday. And that's a good thing. That's not a lack of expertise on my part, even though I'm a moron, but it's just that this track can produce so many different results. Um, I'm fascinated by it. Let's get to Jessica. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
All right, Jessica and I are in a parking lot, a gravel parking lot in Miami Gardens, Florida. We just took a walk. Everybody's getting into town. Who, who do we see in the last two minutes? Oh, you want me to name drop? Please do. Uh, I'll save the best for last. We saw Lance Stroll, not saying he's the worst, but he's the <laughs> first person I we saw. Lance Stroll, we saw Sebastian Vettel. We saw... Um, Otmar. Otmar. We saw... Who else did the we The entire Alfa Romeo N- Nicholas team. Latifi. Sure. We saw... Alexander Albon. Alexander Albon, but and then, then so, no. so the, all, this is all leading up to, to, to the moment that maybe the best moment of Jessica's life. Yes, we saw the one and only Gunther Steiner. So, just so the listener knows, the look that Jessica gave me after Gunther walked past us and made eye contact with yes, both of us. Yes, I smiled at little, him. A, a I should have said welcome to Miami, but it I was, had a complete melt brain like breakdown. It was as if you saw Michael Jordan. I don't know if you could have reacted. He any is F1's to that. Michael Jordan. Mm. He's the most memed man in America right mm. now. Interesting. So that was your brush with greatness today. Um, so we just took a, a track tour. Uh, I'm exhausted. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. We spent four hours touring the track. Thank you to uh, the people who set up the media <laughs> tour. I feel like we were treated F1. very well. So we we took a, a truck. Wined and dined. We, we took yeah. a truck around the, the, the track. We also uh, walked the track for probably the last fourth of it. Um, what did you learn about this track today? I'm really excited for this hairpin turn that luckily our, our truck did not attempt to make while we were riding in the flatbed. Um, it's like a hairpin turn that goes right into the final straightaway, yeah. like in, into the pit lane um, and the finish line. And then the, the grid is right there. So that's going to be cool. Also, if you hear car noises, like Kevin said, we're in a we're parking in a lot parking right lot. now. There's helicopters and cars coming by. Um, trying to make eye contact with the people driving them to see if they're famous people. <laughs> because we are like in the bowels of... The Hard Rock Stadium right now. That's correct. Um, but I don't. The track looks really nice. They're still putting some finishing touches on it. There's some like paint jobs that are being worked on. But there's a couple big straightaways. A couple like one big hairpin turn near the finish. Yeah. Um, but I don't know about you. It looks to be an exciting circuit. Yeah. There, there's going to be. We, we we talked to the the track designer as well today, and they said basically it's a series of high high speed corners, then low low speed sequences, which is pretty typical. I think that this is a pretty interesting track. I think most drivers have said that they really like it. Um, I don't know what kind of car is equipped to dominate here. I, I'm not, I, I don't think the, the teams even know. Um, and that was something Mike talked about earlier today um, is that, that you know, this is a pretty typical track, but we, we, it remains to be seen kind of um, all the sequences and how it goes. I was surprised he said that the, there is some elevation because of the rain. Yes. Um, it goes up right under the turnpike, um, which we, you know, you and I have been on this turnpike a hundred times. <laughs> which is kind random... of funny because I'm picturing like all these European, you know, and, and international drivers going under Dwight D. Eisenhower's gift to America, which is our interstate highway system, um, which is really fitting when you come to America, like just seeing a lot of roads everywhere. That's right. And toll roads. Toll specifically. roads. Specifically. Um, all right. So we went to six or seven different parts of the track today. Yes. Um, take everybody through what this track is going to be like if you're a visitor. Because I think there's been so many discussions about the fake marina, which we saw today. It looks yes. faker than we even could have ever imagined. Um, the different clubs. Like, this is going to be uh, an experience in American sports I don't think we've ever seen before. I agree with that. I, we've both been to the Super Bowl here. This is... if Well, the you, Super Bowl... you, you went totally out of pocket today and you said that this was going to be like the Super Bowl times 100, which yes. is a huge overstatement. No, it's not. Did you see how many ho- freaking hospitality tents are set up everywhere? Have you been to a Super Bowl? Yes, here. And it was nothing like this. This is crazy. There's grandstands. There's hospitality tents set up everywhere. There's like 
these extremely well-decorated like brand activation setup areas. It reminds me kind of like, have you ever been to like an auto show? Sure. There's like, I mean, I guess this kind of of is an auto auto show. show. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like the, like going to like a fancy auto show and it's like, here's all these like little living rooms that people set up at like a trade show, but that times a thousand. Like we went to one that was like a scotch manufacturer <laughs> and, and not going to drop the name unless no, they want to sponsor no, the pod. No, no free ads. But um, it was like better decorated than my apartment. I actually asked the head of uh, marketing here at the Dolphins, like, what do you do with this furniture when you're done? Because I can put this on my balcony if you need someone to just take it show off up your at hands. 9 p.m on sunday it's nice and, shit and just like see it's if really going. really well done shit like there was there was like every every last detail was very well designed and planned out so i imagine if you're someone who's able to spend thousands of dollars attending this race you're probably going to have a good time minus the heat which 100 percent got me because we were out here from like three o'clock till seven and I am melting right now. I feel terrible. And the race is going to start around, right around like 3, 3 p.m. Yeah. People are going to be directly in the sun. God bless them. That's that's going to be tough. What are you most looking forward to this weekend? Um, more opportunities to name drop F1 drivers Ooh, yes. and team principals. Um, I've never covered an F1 sure. race before, so I'm excited personally. It's a cool career achievement. Um, but I'm also just excited for the race. It's it's another, It's a, it's our first, city quote-unquote like city circuit right of the season so like you said we don't know whose car is going to be best we're gonna like the overtaking that these cars are supposed to allow will be put to the test i think on the circuit um but there's also some like you said lightning and thunder in the area that's that's the new background there's some fast straightaways that i think will allow for for good overtaking so i i think it's gonna be cool i agree so wednesday uh at an F1 race, a lot of guys in the community today. Tom Brady played golf with Lewis, Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton and Marcus yes. Allen today. Yes. That seemed exciting. I uh, wish I could have gone to do that. Lando, <clears throat> Lando Norris said he wanted to play. He actually asked for a golf game. Yeah. Is that, is that I true? I replied to his DM. I sent like a wave emoji. Oh, someone just waved to me from a Sprinter van. Don't know who she was, but she could be famous. <laughs> I'll add that to my list. Um, Yeah, I, I responded to his DM and I was like a wave emoji. But he never replied. I would have oh. loved to have been in a foursome with Lando, Daniel Ricardo, and like, I don't know, Zach Brown. <laughs> Stugatz? No, Stugatz is not invited. Um, <laughs> Stugatz complains about F1 Twitter all the time. I've He's heard. not invited. I've heard. Um, the other part, so Max Verstappen and uh, Teco Perez went to a Marlins game. Yes. A Wednesday afternoon Marlins game without the first pitch. We can do better than that, right? I, I I did feel sad watching the video of it because there were there were not any fans there. It was a one o'clock Wednesday first pitch. Like that is a tough event for attendance to begin with. Um uh, and yeah, it doesn't help that it's there were more people in the media tour today. Yeah, the there's track like than there were just the no game. and if you're even if you are someone who's going to attend a Marlins game on a Wednesday, like you're probably not getting there on time for the first pitch anyways. No. Like it's just a bad it was but good for them. I hope they had fun. They didn't pitch from the mound, so that's not great form for not, Max. Not great form. Uh, not from the mound and also the catcher moved up probably like five or ten yards. So yeah. It's fine. Everybody, Can you call I'm, it a first pitch? I'm being overly critical. I, I could not I throw fine. a baseball that far either, but I'm not, not a professional athlete, so um. the bar is much lower for me. I lack <laughs> right. coordination. Anyways, Kevin, I had a great time. They just gave us uh, margaritas, if you're wondering why I'm talking so Did you have so a margarita? Fast. I had some of a margarita. They, I, Like I said, they wined and dined us. They fed us. They gave us I didn't have any. I, I passed all of that stuff. You weren't hungry? I, I was... 
calorie deficient after walking around I don't in the sun. Trust it is myself. so hot here. I don't trust myself to have any alcohol before potting. I did it one time. Mm. And I was the it was in 2018 and it was I was the best man in a wedding and I was golfing before I was being a podcast. And you potted? No, well so I was I was going to be a I was going to do a podcast on Friday afternoon. It was an NFL show. And I was going to... This um, is peak millennial. And, and I, I was going to uh, end up in a situation where I was golfing and I was going to pod. And then someone handed me a Bud Light. And uh, I was the best man in the wedding. And I was like, I can't not drink. Okay. So then I took one Bud Light and I did the pod. And I, I was totally fine. As you know, one Bud Light won't do anything to anybody. But I was so paranoid people were going to know that I got really loud. Like I got really ov- like overly loud. And everybody compared me to like the voice modulation guy from Saturday Night Live. Uh, and I couldn't talk. Quite like I can't talk right now, um, but it was in a totally different mode. And so from then on, I decided that my paranoia about right. sounding drunk on a podcast was worse, was worse than, than, being than, drunk than on a abstaining podcast. from alcohol before, before yeah. a podcast. So I'm not going to lie. I missed like the first minute of your story because some photographer from a, a European photo wire service just walked by and, and took, took photo, our photo. Took and he photo. has my email address because he took a photo of me earlier today on our media tour. So cool. Kevin, this all sounds very normal. We're going to tweet this photo out when I eventually get it. And it's going to be great. Um, can you speak a little bit about what this means to Miami? Having lived in Miami, you've, you've only been to the stadium once for a Super Bowl. No big deal. No big deal. Um, I'm someone, I would never come for a Canes game. That's for I'm damn someone sure. who's been in this parking lot many times to yes. shotgun beers before we lose to Georgia Tech. Um, <laughs> so it's a different experience for me. Um, but being an F1 fan in Miami, knowing other F1 fans in Miami, like how does this, what does this mean for the city? I mean, this is totally crazy. This is going to be the craziest event Miami's ever hosted, which is saying a lot because Miami has international art festivals. We have ultra every year. Like there's a ton of cool events that come through Miami. I can't think of anything as big as this other than maybe the Super Bowl. But again, like this feels bigger than the Super Bowl. There's media from the entire all over the world that are here. Everyone wants a piece of F1 right now in is this, Miami. Is this crazy? This is not crazier than ultra. It's not crazier than the time like Drake went to... <laughs> to uh, fucking 11. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I, I, we'll see on this weekend. Things are just starting, Kevin. Give it a couple days. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be up there. I think a lot of famous people are coming in. I heard some names today. Um, every celebrity every, is going to every be celebrity, here. Yeah. Every celebrity is not currently in the NBA playoffs and maybe a couple who are um, are going to be here. Every famous quarterback, yes. every famous NBA star who's out of the playoffs right now, everybody who's ever appeared in a movie is going to be here. Like, I'm just going to, I think the value in walking up and down the paddock is to see the oh, drivers, yes. but it's also just to see random NFL players. Who do we want Martin Brendel to interview? Like Kevin Durant, James Harden. Well, James Harden will probably I mean, be he'll, he'll find a way. <laughs> he might find a way. I, there, I think there's a lot of good, like, funny outcomes for him in terms of, like, American sports figures that he can interview in the pit lane on Sunday. Yeah, someone told me LeBron is expected here. I, I don't know how oh, I official that. that is. There's going to um, be, I mean, half right. the tickets have to be for like people's security guards at this point. I agree with that. Although, it, although these, those would be like VIP passes. I don't know I've how always, being rich works. I, I've so. always wondered about that. Like his tickets are like $3,000, right? They're a bajillion dollars. So do yes. security guards have to pay full fare? I have no idea how, I don't think you buy a ticket if you're that rich. But then again, I, I heard someone else say this. I can't remember if it was, Mike Ryan or, or someone else on the Levitard show, like there's so many people that are going to be at this race who think they're the most famous person yeah. at this race, but they're not. It's Gunther Steiner. It might be Gunther Steiner. He might be the most famous person he's, at this he, race he's, who he's actually is. Um, one more thing on the fake Marina, Kevin. Like it's it's goofy, but I don't hate it. So it's I, kind I, of Florida. I wanted, to, I wanted to touch on it's that. It's not Miami, but it's Florida. I wanted to touch on that because it is one of the best marketing uh, gimmicks I've ever seen because we're all yes. talking about the fake marina. 100%. I took two different photos of it from next to it and then above it. Um, 
they're leaning into this. Like they're well, leaning into the gimmick and the yes. ridiculousness of this entire weekend. The people who gave the tour to us had a good sense of humor about it, yeah. which made me then think it was less funny because they took the power away from from all of our jokes. Like they were like, yeah, we saw the memes and they, they had a good sense of humor about yeah, it. You're, you're, Tyler, who's I think the COO of this race, who yes. used to work for the Kansas City Chiefs, um, another NFL guy. Um, he, uh, and, and there are, by the way, other Chiefs people expected here this weekend, um, including some famous ones. Patrick Mahomes. Um, but I Andy think that Reed. there's Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid's doing a hot lap. Travis Kelsey um, will definitely be. So there's, I, I, I think it's, it, he made the joke immediate, immediately saying the memes have re- been really funny. Um, it's all been really great. So I think that there's, again, they, they understand that um, this is going to be the most Miami event. I don't know if it's the craziest event that's ever been here, but it's going to be the most Miami thing that's ever happened. Yes. And I, I think one of the funnier things that I've pictured this weekend so far has been like all of these European people flying into the Miami airport yeah. and going to like the car rental place and just like having to deal with like one of the more frustrating American institutions, which is like renting a car yeah. out of the Miami airport car rental place, which you probably have a lot of familiarity I with. Do. Like it's funny to picture people who can speak like seven languages just being like, God damn it. Like where, how do we get around this freaking place? We have there to drive no everywhere. There's there no is trains. There's no language that will get you to understand how long that walk is. And then yes, once you get exactly. There, it's brutal. And then once you get there, there's not going to be a car waiting for you. They live in all these sophisticated you. like cities with all of these. Flying in from Monaco, never paid tax yes, in their lives. exactly. They've they, had it so easy. They can bike to the race in the Netherlands. Like there's just so many options in other places. And here it's like, here is your Toyota Camry. It's going to take you five hours to get it. So having seen the track now, having walked the track, having looked at the different angles here, give us your predictions for this weekend. Ooh. I think this is a Ferrari weekend. Mm. I think it's. I think they're up. I agree with that. Oh, I I, I, that? I I think Ferrari. I think that you know. Remember, Leclerc should have held serve. Yes. Last race, he didn't. He screwed up. Um, I don't because I think that the, this this track is so um, high speed and low speed. It is. Um, it's going to reward every type of car. Yes. And I think Ferrari has the best overall car. So I'm going with that. I'm going to go with Leclerc victory. I think Red Bulls two and three. And then I actually think this might be a bounce back week for Carlos, even though like he should be he's, with that he's car. He's due. He's due for something. He's, he's due. Historically bad luck at and this point. And then I think Lando five, George Russell six. Is Lewis Hamilton Lewis, fresh off his golf Lewis round? Lewis Hamilton's, uh, shit, where do I put Lewis? Okay, I'll put Lewis four. Okay. Because the Mercedes does better in hot weather, right? Sure. We learned that. It's so hot here. And it's very freaking hot. I am melting right now. My makeup melted off my face several hours ago. You had to reapply a couple times. Me- I saw that. Several times, Kevin. Oh, um, we're getting honked now, at. Now we're just getting honked at. I don't, I don't know, know who who's waving, is. but they they seem they like they know Georgia us. Georgia license plate. Are they a NASCAR driver? Truly no idea who that could be. Um, all right. Now that we're getting honked at, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for having me. See you soon, buddy.